This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Larry Bluestein, Danny G, taking you up until 8 o'clock this evening as we return for our two-hour summer uh, shows um, now that the uh, Heat and the Panthers are finished for the year. Uh, last week, I had an opportunity to go to uh, Tampa, uh, spent a few days, uh, actually three days over at USF uh, for their mega camp. As we discussed last week, 1,400-plus kids uh, over a course of eight hours. Also, uh, went back for their seven-on-sevens over a two-day period. Uh, a lot of, lot of, a lot of people flocking to um, Tampa for that event as well. But uh, while I was there, I was reminded that not only do they have a, a an amazing twenty-two million dollar indoor facility that opened up, and it was great. I probably spent as much time in there because of the heat as anything that you look north on the tree line and a new stadium is going to be taking place right on campus, which is just amazing for the program, for the community, um, something that was just approved. Um, Matt Baker wrote a really, really good story on it. I had an opportunity to read that uh, yesterday. Uh, from the Tampa Bay Times. He's kind enough to join us this evening. Matt, thanks so much for taking the time. And got to be a lot of happiness uh, uh, for USF fans and, and, and uh, generally the, the people in the Tampa area. Yeah, for sure. And, and thanks for having me on. This is something that's been talked about a very, very long time. I'm talking about the USF on-campus stadium. If you go back into the archives, it was something they talked about before they even had their first class at USF, before they even wow. opened the doors. They talked about the idea, where would we put a stadium? And the president at the time said, no, I don't want football. We don't, we don't want, we're not doing that. And obviously, the uh, school went on for 30-something years before the, uh, the football team kind of started to go. And, and then they figured out, okay, well, where could we build a stadium? Do we want one? And the, the administration didn't want it. Too expensive. And then here we are. Uh, you know, finally in 2023, where last week the Board of Trustees approved a plan, $340 million in total, uh, 200 of that they're going to borrow uh, to to uh, officially kind of make this thing happen. And there's still a couple logistical hurdles still to come. Uh, at some point, about a year from now, nine months from now, the uh, the, the building uh, design team of Populous and Martin Mallow, the, the two main companies, they're going to give USF what's called a guaranteed maximum price, which is this is exactly what it's going to cost. Here's what it's going to do. Here's what it's going to look like. That sort of thing. And once that is formally yeah. approved, then it's completely full speed ahead. But as it is now, this, they've, this, they've never been this close in the history of the school. And 
I have very, very few doubts that it will happen. Nice. Uh, but you know what? They waited <laughs> to the last possible partial of land on that square between 50th and Bruce B. Downs, Fletcher and Fowler. There's really, if you look and you drive that square all the way around, there was really only one place that it could be. Uh, they added a Publix in there. They've added uh, <laughs> some medical buildings at the front. But you take a look and... and you know, I had a chance to to look exactly where they're going to put it. And then you drive around the campus and you go, what? You know what? Other than in the front where those intramural fields were, and I don't know if there was really a lot, you know, that much land, this is the only place they could have put it. Yeah, and that's one reason why this has taken so freaking long, Larry. Um, over the years, there's been so many different proposals. I mean, at one point, they talked about, like, building out an island to have a football field, including a, a stadium somewhere in Tampa Bay. Um, they talked about the Museum of Science and Industry that's just kind of on one side of campus by the, across from those fields. But you know what? This field, this area where they're going to build it actually makes a lot of sense because we, we, we've been talking about the stadium, but there's another part of this, too, that's very important, and it's the football operations center. You, you talk to Alex Golis, the first-year head coach, and he'll tell you he's more excited about that operations center than anything else. So just if you kind of pick, close your eyes and picture how this is going to work, you've got the uh, the practice field. Right next to that is the indoor practice facility that just opened. Then just north of that's where the stadium is going to be. So right, right in the middle between the stadium and indoor practice facility, maybe it's its own thing. Maybe it's just in, housed inside the stadium. I, I don't know what the details are, if they've even figured it out yet. But the idea is going to be where you know, you're changing your player, you're changing in the locker room. You go north, you go through a tunnel, you're in the stadium. You go south, yeah. you walk through the doors, you're in the indoor practice facility. So that's just the efficiency that USF has never had. And that's something that is on the way, and it's going to be a, a very, very, make a very, very uh, big difference for the Bulls. Yeah, no doubt. Matt Baker joins us. Tampa Bay Ta Times is where he works, and he does a tremendous job. And, you know, I got the sense last week, um, uh, walking around talking with Coach Golish, that he's really the guy for this job, and 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 you know, don't get me wrong. I like I like Coach Jeff. He was a great guy, and some of the other guys have been there. But this is somebody. It doesn't care what happened in the past. He doesn't want to talk about what happened in the past. He just wants to look that what's going to happen from this point on. And uh, he really thinks within two years or so, they could get into the ACC or they could get into the Big 12 and join UCF. Uh, and what a difference that would make. You have 50-plus thousand students, so you have a really good alumni base built in. Plus, it's in one of the largest cities in, in, in the southeast. And, and being... And I've always said this, uh, Matt, uh, USF, UCF, they're in huge cities, but they're f kind of far removed from the, the hustle bustle. Uh, you know, they're on the eastern side. Uh, this gives a, an opportunity on game day for there not to be that much. You know, there's a lot of arteries to get out of there and to get in there. Um, you know, whether you go north or go towards 75 or 275 or whatever. So this is mm -hmm. really from a logistics standpoint. A win-win as well. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think there's going to be a good amount of parking. I mean, it's, it's part of this athletics district. And Michael Kelly, the athletic director, has said he thinks this is going to be one of the best in the country. And obviously that's been that's his, his job. But 
I don't know that he's wrong when he talks about how everything is going to be in a very, you know, a very concise footprint. But I want to go back to something you said a second ago on, on the conference realignment. You're exactly right. Um, USF has everything you would want in a school, right? Uh, market still matters somewhat, and they're in a top 20 market. Uh, it's a big metropolitan area with a lot of recruits. It's got a big, you know, big uh, student body. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, they were admitted into the AAU or invited into the AAU, which is a prestigious group of, I think, 71 research schools across the country. So academically, they're, they're there. They've got everything they need except for football success and a devout fan base. And one yeah. is obviously going to lead to the other. And if they were able to I mean, go back to 2017, right, when, when they were a pretty darn good team and took UCF to the wire in one of the greatest games in state history, if that's when Texas and OU had left, then I honestly think, in my heart of hearts, USF would have been going to the, the Big 12 like UCF. Just so happened right. that they're in this awful period with four wins in three years and to the point where nobody would want them and deservedly so. So if USF can get things turned around on the field and everything else matters, the academics, and the school size and the market size and the prestige and all that stuff, they just got to get it turned around on the field. Because if they do, this is a program that absolutely can be in the power five or power six or who the heck knows what it's going to be in a few years. Yeah, but yeah. they've got a chance to move ahead. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you brought up a good point. You look at San Diego State, large area, mm -hmm. just like Tampa, uh, and they are in a Power 5 program. Uh, you know, I know that the Pac-12 was courting them, but a lot of people are a little leery about the Pac-12 because they feel that it's going to, you know, kind of like dwindle down after USC and UCLA leave because you figured at Oregon, Washington, those are in big markets, big areas. Uh, Stanford, uh, schools like that will probably leave as well. Uh, but you made a good point. Uh, you know, up until, what, this past year, huge me metropolitan areas like Houston, Memphis, Cincinnati, and they weren't at the Power Five level. They are now because they all, uh, you know, jumped into the Big 12. So I think things look good. Uh, I think things look good over the next, you know, couple of years uh, for, for USF, as you said, um, there's a plan in place, and that's the one thing a lot of people, uh, you know, that, that there hasn't been. There's been a lot of talk, and uh, I think last year when I had you on, we talked about this, that I know that they had a contingent of people that were going to go to Baylor and they were going to go to Houston and SMU and look at their stadiums to see what type of on-campus stadiums they had that were in the 30,000 range as well. So they've done their homework. Um, yep. I agree with you. I think it's going to get off the ground and it's going to be something special. And uh, certainly um, I know the fans. I know, you know, just from talking to the players uh, last week who were on campus and, you know, helping them work their camps, that they're excited about the future. And, uh, you know, you look at that, I, that indoor just makes a huge difference. You know, Matt, when you take a look at it, it's a state of the art. It's as large as any one that you're going to find. It was done properly. Um, so that, and then you look at all the facilities on campus. You know, obviously the Sun Dome is older, but they've refurbished it. Uh, their baseball mm -hmm. programs, their soccer, everything else is kind of the state of the art and ready to go. But uh, I appreciate you, man, as always, filling us in. Uh, you know, when I was reading about that, I said, you know, Matt's been on top of this from the beginning. And uh, after reading your your story on it, uh, you you were the man with the plan. And I thank you so much for <laughs> taking the time. And uh, we'll talk with you really soon. You got it. Thank you, Larry.
Good stuff. Matt Baker, uh, Tampa Bay Times. And um, it's good for sports. It's good for the, the state of Florida to have something like that. I'm excited about it, uh, you know, because, I mean, and people are talking about Miami. It's just logistically for Miami to put a stadium on campus. It's just, it's not in the cards. Uh, Tamp- Tamp- uh, Temple Terrace uh, real estate is nowhere near what Carl Gable's real estate is. And that's the reason why, and they have that land. Miami doesn't have the land. You know, I mean, it's, it, you go, if you ever, I know a lot of people who live in other parts of the country think Miami, University of Miami is some just huge school that has, you know, I mean, uh, so much land and so many buildings. They don't. They don't. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a very big school at all. And I personally think where they're playing right now, if I'm a recruit and they take me down to Hard Rock and to see that and to know that, you know, here's a place where Tua and Dan Marino and all these guys played, it makes me you know, feel, okay, great stadium. It's always going to be a state-of-the-art place. And I, I know that maybe Tampa felt the same way about Raymond James, but you never know. Uh, that's going to do it for hour number one. Please do not go away. Uh, head coach Greg Schiano is right around the corner. We'll talk to him. Also, Coach Richard Dunbar and uh, Ice Harris will talk about their trips uh, to camps. And also, Brian Smith will break down the University of Miami. We'll talk to you on the other side. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 